Better Cast Saul, the officially unofficial podcast for Better Call Saul on AMC. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And we just got done watching season four, episode seven, titled Something Stupid. Uh, what'd you think of this episode, Aaron? <laughs> something, yeah, I forgot that it was called Something Stupid. Mm-hmm. And, there's uh, a lot of something stupid that There's happened. a lot of something stupid. It was a, it's a frustrating episode to watch, not because of its inherent quality just because it's almost painful watching jimmy flail around and fuck (laughs) up so many things yeah yeah and like there was at least three points in this episode where i truly believed that kim was going to say like you know what move out you know yeah the the moment on the couch uh when he asks her for the favor you know yeah uh that that favor i think almost broke her yeah, well, I mean, I thought that uh, him acting like an asshole at the Schweikert party, I thought mm-hmm. the car ride home, I thought when she asked him, and then when he's like, oh, yeah, you do your thing, I'll do mine, uh, I whew, I really felt for, I really, I really felt for Kim. Uh, what do you think? Uh, I mostly like it. I think um, maybe they rely a little too much on the scenes without dialogue. Uh, there was a lot of that this episode. They're up front. There were two musical montages, no dialogue. There was a scene with Hector, which had almost no dialogue. Uh, there's just a lot of scenes that, and this was kind of the hallmark of the show and still is, you know, obviously uh, the, the heavy lifting they do without much dialogue. Yeah. And I think sometimes they can go overboard with that. It's one of the big problems I had with season one. Uh, when I did have problems with season one, it was mostly because of that, because they were trying to get maybe a little too cute, um, lean too heavily on that concept. And I think they were borderline on this episode. Going way too far in the show, not tell uh, territory. Yeah. I mean, there's only so, so many musical montages I can take before I go, well, I want I want somebody to come in and say something. Yeah. And um but I like the episode overall. I think like the the Huel stuff is awesome. Like Lavelle Crawford is hilarious. Uh, mm-hmm. All of the scenes with him in it were great. Just the way mm-hmm. he's reacting to Jimmy, you know, it's like I can run. You salted uh, a, co- a, co- uh, a cop with a bag full of sandwiches. Uh huh. <laughs> even even before that, when uh, uh, what what was the what was the scene all about? The, there was a scene. Where where he was talking to Jimmy oh, about being the, a lawyer, being a lawyer. Yeah, like I'd be on the fortieth floor, glass high rise, glass high rise. You know, when, he when wasn't I'm not on, on my boat. boat. Yeah, yeah, it's so good, uh, so good. Yeah. Um. Where you? Th- what do you think about? Um. What do you think about the uh, the plot? The Mike Mike's crew, Mike's uh, excavating crew plot, because I thought the scene this this the third musical montage of these fuckers going down that down into the mines was one of the more indulgent things i've seen uh it's like the breadstick uh scene from season one right for me yeah i I just like (laughs) man this this is this this is five they're taking five minutes to show and i and i mean they you know we want to know how things are going but Mm -hmm. we find that out in dialogue and we find it when i i um i don't know i mean i guess they're trying to really show us the the reality of what it's like to be 10 months on this job and you know, not yeah. and like they dropped the bomb that they're not even halfway through. Like Mike was way off in his uh, yeah. estimates. Maybe should have gone. Maybe should have gone with the guy with the experience digging the tunnels in El Paso, huh? <laughs> right. That had that had modern technology and laser range finders mm-hmm. and shit like that, huh? huh? Down in six. What do you think, Mike? 
Uh, yeah, Gus. It, it was shocking to me that they said they were halfway done because honestly, it kind of looks like the super lab. And may, if you told me that ladder was going down there was like 56 feet deep or whatever, mm-hmm. I'd be like, well, it doesn't seem like that because there's a lot of light coming through. But maybe, maybe. Uh, I really liked the scene with Hector. I thought that I thought as an it was an interesting character moment. Him being electric, elect, I thought he, I thought yeah. him pushing the water off just him being a dick, like you know, foreshadowing him being a dick so many times. Uh, but like then him looking at the nurse and all that, and then mm-hmm. that being Gus's assurance that it's still Hector in there. Yeah. Oh, uh, and the- that's the lecherous slime ball. I know. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, and the the decision to shut down his treatment. Is pretty fucked up, right? Like, he's, well, I, I mean, mean, he's imprisoning him in a body that can't do anything. It's, it's one of the most horrible fates he could suffer. I mean, you're talking about a kid who, at seven years old, I tortured know. tortured a South American raccoon to death. So but that's that's my point. The, the yeah, no, he's, Gus that we know is changing. He is, uh, he is, he's he's committing Hector to his own personal Metallica's one. Uh, and, yeah, and I guess it is <laughs> like, like I'm going to keep him in the sarcophagus of flesh and mm-hmm. oh, the, when the time is right, I will, I will get my revenge. Yeah. I never actually quite understood that from Breaking Bad. You know, mm-hmm. that wasn't what I thought happened. I guess I thought that Hector got into that, you know, that situation. Right. And Gus wasn't maybe the person who trapped him in that body. But it seems from this that there could be a lot more progress made and that, you know, one day he could yeah. do whatever. But, but uh, Gus isn't going to bankroll it. Down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, it's kind of kind of crazy. Yeah. No, I mean, like I said, they are fundamentally, not fundamentally changed or recontextualizing. I don't know. I've, mm-hmm. I'm have i still, uh, when I saw that, I was about to be like, man, that is ice. But I'm like, well, that's about, I mean, that they're, they're. They're they're telling us the type of man that Gus is, not the type of person that we maybe understood him. And it's still it's yeah. it's still a uh, a bit of an adjustment for me, to be honest. Um, yeah, absolutely. Let's see what else do we have. What else do we have to talk about? I mean, Kim's relationship with Jimmy is oh, it's terrible. Is going down the shitter, and like you said, you kept thinking, okay, we're gonna she's gonna tell him to fuck off. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand how over the course of ten months that hasn't happened because it's like they made i mean that's one the the opener with the split screen of the black bar it's like i asked at the end of that i'm like i wonder when's the last time they've had sex because it's hard to that black bar in a way it's before that montage started yeah like with the whole you gotta get a whole screen wipe in between you it's it's mm-hmm. that's a lot of distance <laughs> for a couple but i they don't i mean they're not intimate. I don't know what, what I like. Like they're it, it's the the scenes we were treated to in that montage was just brutal. Like their dinner, where they're not speaking and they're like having these kind of forced smiles with each other, and then you know Jimmy going like I I felt like at the party Jimmy made a conscious decision to get trashed and then be an asshole. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I yeah I'm not I'm not I mean, sure. He's jealous. It's it's weird. Like Jimmy being jealous of Kim. Uh, in those scenes, because I mean, he's made the decisions that got him where he is, and he had that. He had what Kim had, only better. Yeah. He had the Coco Bolo. He had the rich right. mahogany uh, bookshelves. He had all that stuff, and he, I, I don't, I, I, Jimmy's a tough, a tough bird to figure out. Like he's only yeah. happy when he is, you know, getting getting by on something. Like like that cop coming up right. there and trying to give him some guff about. 
his ability to sell an elite, you know, like essentially to sell tobacco water pipes to people. I can't tell. Like, it's like he loved it. He loved it when that guy banned. Mm-hmm. He was just like, I'm going to tell. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's my constitutional right to make a buck off these criminals, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't know why. I don't know what Kim's getting out of this relationship. I don't even know what Jimmy's yeah. getting out of this relationship anymore because they both look like they're miserable in it. And yeah, all those split screens. Um yeah, they they just I don't I don't even know how they survive the amount of time that passed in this episode. Yeah, no. and, and then the stresses that are on the relationship at the end of the episode seem like it should be the breaking point. Yeah, no. and maybe it will be. I don't yeah, know, but... I like I would like if 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 that, that, I mean official prediction they're they're split up, but by the end of the season, yeah. I don't know whether You're like the, right. also the whole time like when she was whipping a one eighty, I kept on thinking of like you know Walt getting do, doing the the ham fisted turn in front of the the laundromat like mm. oh my god is she going to get hit again because of Jimmy's shenanigans? But <laughs> be too much. But like I I don't be I, too much this whatever she's doing with the markers and the crayons and all that kind of stuff, uh, whatever kind of Walter White Rube Goldberg. Contra- legal contraption she's constructing so she doesn't have to quote unquote tear down this cop uh i don't know what's going to do but it's going to break it's going to break bad and it's going to land her in a lot of hot water and it's going to be the the nail in the coffin that is her and jimmy because i i, I can't i can't imagine peter and, and vince pulling what kind of rabbit they'd have to pull out of their ass for me to believe that yes these people are reinvested in their relationship yeah yeah Unless Kim breaks bad. I mean, that's the, literally the only thing that would make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah. And that's the scariest part for me about what's happening right now is that Kim might potentially follow Jimmy, not all the way down. I don't think she would follow him down the rabbit holes he's willing to go enough down. Enough to where it hurts her, though? But enough to where it really upsets her career, yeah. Because she has it made right now. Right. Yeah, I mean, she's seems. doing she's doing everything she wanted to do. She's yep. doing PPD cases. She's doing yep. the banking stuff. She's living it up uh taking trips to maybe aspen if if the guilt trip was hard enough um uh yeah so i i don't know i'm i'm worried for kim god what an more asshole so than Jimmy, well, what an asshole to pull that when the boss trying to do something like and <laughs> right. you're just plusing it play. oh what if you did this what if you did that what if you did oh yeah, my god in front of all your employees so they all hear it they all get their hopes up right i mean like if i was the employee i'd feel bad for the boss I, I, yeah. i'd be like who is this unwashed a douchebag that's coming in here and mcgill did you notice she wasn't even introducing him as like this is my boyfriend or this is my whatever this is just jimmy mcgill which was weird i didn't notice that but and then i tell you what man when the the prosecutor like told her it's like you know it's this guy has got priors and all this stuff and the only witness is a low-life scumbag who's selling burner phones to criminals like Mm -hmm. You know, Kim's like, well, you don't know the whole story because the whole story is this low life that's selling burners to criminals and he's sleeping with me. Right. Like, there is <laughs> yeah. no there. There's no rest of the story, Kim. There's no. no rest of the story. Jimmy has been slipping this whole lat 10 months and you have not been the wiser. And there's a lot. There's just there's a lot of scenes that just seem like it's relationship cancer, like mm-hmm. him pretending to be asleep when she crawls into bed. So he does, like that's like, what? Who the fuck does that? <laughs> like that's not a happy yeah. relationship it's 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 it's, it's, it's fubard man it's fubard and i don't you know i don't know what's going to die faster fucking kai or kim and jimmy's relationship what if we send him back to germany that's a nice <laughs> a thing to do in in a, in, in a nah. box 
No, they would never do He's such gonna a thing. He's going to get sent to, to Bolivia, or what was it? It wasn't... Belize? But no, what was the... the Gua- it was a Guatemala, the, the cleaning ladies that got sent to Guatemala because... Maybe? Uh, Walt wanted him to clean, clean the super lab. For some reason, I thought it was Belize, but... I, I think you're confusing I season one that justified. I, I probably where yes. the the crooked dentist is going to go hide out. You're going to sit. You're going to make you take the black, right? Yeah, that's what you do. Yeah, <laughs> sit yeah, near yeah. the wall. Yeah. Uh, what else you got to talk about? Uh, I don't know. I was actually surprised. Speaking of Kai, that he even survived this long. Because, like, my prediction last episode was... Ten months. Within a couple of episodes, he's going to be dead. And I didn't think they'd do a massive time jump. So, right. right. Yeah. I'm, I don't know how he survived that long. I guess uh, old Werner got him under under his thumb. I mean, we're fine with the time jump, right? Like, I, I, oh, I yeah. felt like it's like... It felt natural. That's exactly what you want to do. You've got these guys on a routine. And, you know, it's kind of reminded me that the crystal blue persuasion... Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, vamos pest uh, time skip where you know you just saw Kim keep on getting those crystal cows stacked up in her award case, and <laughs> she got like I, I thought it was cute that she got a nice uh, letter from the girl that she helped get out uh, of jail uh, like two episodes ago, the one that she went yeah. and said go get dressed and all that. Like, so we see more evidence of her, you know, pro bono defense work making making differences in people's lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Jimmy now, doing the opposite, right? Jimmy <laughs> selling phones that he knows are going to criminals they're using to evade justice. So he can get a shitty flat or whatever it is for yeah. his for his law firm he's going to oh, start up. Oh, yeah, and that's the biggest question I have. He's not a lawyer? Like, this he's much got, time... They He said there's he's got one more month before he gets reinstated. Okay. They said, okay. because he said, I don't really? think he so like is, is going to sit around for... For another month, um, okay. or there's just a there's I, I think it, I think ten months elapsed. It's just there must be a gap between his pr- probation and being able to get reinstated. There could be, yeah. I mean, after that time, I don't think your is your is your law license automatically reinstated. Probably not. Or? I mean, I don't know. Like that's something maybe Doug L can 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 help yeah. out with. Like what the, but I mean, regard even if they got it wrong in universe, it's going to take him a month to get his uh, law license back. And we know he gets it back, so yeah, yeah. It's looking more and more like season five. This is going to be better. The Better Call Saul we always thought we'd get. Yeah, I mean, we kind of uh, get Saul Goodman in this episode, right? He's working under the name Saul, Saul Goodman. Goodman yeah. He's got a business card that says "Need Need to Call uh, Buy from Saul," right? Something like that. Which, yeah, very close. Getting, very getting close. Very close. Very he's close. Talking about the marketing campaigns he's going to do, yeah. all that stuff. So yeah, it's. Yeah. I mean, it's funny the they. I mean, we saw it a mile away, but the fake out of like the POV shots of him showing, like you think it's like this is he's making one last attempt to right. attempt to woo Kim, but um, but you knew it wouldn't. It couldn't be Kim because they weren't showing. You know, it's going right, to be somebody no. else. But yeah. he isn't. Was there a line? I'd see this. Is, I don't even watch it once, but I thought there was a line that implying that maybe. He would make a run at Kim, like that. There's two offices there, maybe, or I, I don't know. But he's because because he he measured off the so he measured off the six paces, and then Kim's got eleven, probably twelve without that bureau in the right, way. Right, right. Like, is that is he? I don't think Jimmy strikes me as the type that's personally jealous that she's got a bigger office. It's more like, oh, there's no way I'm getting her out of here. You know, she's got her she's got her version of Coco Bolo, and I, I can't compete with that. I got, I yeah. got, I got the Destroido bathroom, and I guess I can understand why he would then, you know, lash out at Coakley or at Schweikert. You do because uh, he's because he's 
cap- Schweikert has like captured his girl, right? He's taken <laughs> stolen his girl from him. Yeah, like I mean, he wanted her in his law firm. That's the way a, a shitbird like Jimmy would rationalize it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The guy stole yeah. my girl, when in reality, you haven't done much to shore <laughs> right. that up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that actually explains a lot. Okay. Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, it's not like that. That your girl is bolted down with with a state of the art <laughs> security system. It's pretty much you've uh, left her in the bad part of town with her keys unlocked and like, oh my god. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I yeah, I I feel I just feel sorry for Kim, man. Mm-hmm. Like all Jimmy's got now is his boyish looks, and even those are <laughs> the hair is fleeing from his head as he looks in the mirror. <laughs> yep, he's he's got he's got nothing. It's got nothing. Speaking of nothing, that's that's what I got. That's what else I got to talk about. All right, this is the point where the Instant Take podcast stops. Uh, if you are a Club uh, Bald Move subscriber at club.baldmove.com, you could actually join us in the Instant Talk portion of the podcast where you can log in and chat with us and send in your live feedback and comments and questions for consideration on the Instant Talk podcast. Again, to partake of that, you have to be a club member. The only way to do that is to go to club.baldmove.com and sign up today. Free 30-day trial.